This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Luna the Podcast. I'm your host, Carolina Salazar, and I am here to be your spiritual big sister, guiding you to self-empowerment through self-discovery. My goal with this podcast is to provide grounded and easy-to-understand self-development tools to support you on your spiritual journey. My purpose is to help you learn to love both your light and your shadow, and to empower you to start showing up as your best self by nourishing your soul and doing the inner work. I am so grateful you're here today, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Luna the Podcast. I am beyond grateful that you're here today. I hope your day is going well. I hope your week's going well, and I hope you're taking care of yourself. I'm very excited for today's guest episode. I am sitting down with my friend Julia Guerrieri. She is also known as Manifest with Julia on TikTok. She makes incredible content. She talks all about manifestation. And on today's episode, we talked about all things spirituality. We chatted about her own personal journey with manifestation, her biggest manifestation tips. And if you are interested in manifesting, this episode is for you. I think you'll learn a lot. So without further ado, let's dive in. I want to get started so you get to hear from Julia. I hope you enjoy. And if you do, make sure to share this episode on your Instagram stories. Tag Julia and I. Include what you learned. And yeah, let's get started. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello, queen. I'm so happy you're on the show. So welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here. Yay. I am so excited to have you. And I think this is going to be an amazing conversation. So for the people who don't know you and aren't familiar with with your content, introduce yourself and tell the audience what, what you do. Sure. So I am Julia. I am a New York City-based content creator, and I create content around mindset, manifestation, self-love, and positivity. I started my content creation journey just a few years ago now, and I was trying to figure out what kind of niche I wanted to go down. You know, I think everybody really just starts out as lifestyle, but I only really saw serious growth when I decided to really show my authentic self. I feel like when I started out, I was posting pretty mainstream things, trying to just like fit into the norm. And then once I tapped into my authenticity, which is, you know, sharing about mindset and positivity and self-love and really vulnerable topics is when I connected to my audience. And now I've grown um, my Instagram account to over 31K followers. 
and my TikTok account just hit over 80K. That's so amazing. That's incredible. I love that so much. And I would love for you to also share before we dive deeper into that, because I want to ask you a couple of questions. What is your big three, if you know it, in astrology? Oh my God, I don't know it. But my birthday's on Saturday, so I know that I'm a Libra. (laughs) Libra queen. We love it. Um, Yes, I didn't remember um, if we, I know we talked about it, but I forgot that you didn't know your moon and rising. So we'll have to check that for you. Yeah, I need you to help me figure it out. One of my friends helped me figure it out once and I should have wrote it down, but I didn't. So that's my fault. No, it's okay. There are many apps that you can use and I can also look at it for you later. Um, But we love the Libra Queen. So as you were saying, you noticed that when you dare to break out of the mold and when you dare to find your thing, right? And find what inspires you and what inspires others and be vulnerable online. It makes a difference. So in terms of your own story, what do you feel like resonates the most with your audience? And what do you feel like contributed to that shift for you? Like what things did you start being more vulnerable about? And how did that change your content creation journey? I really think the way that I connected with my audience is that I have really relatable content. And I honestly take a lot of pride in that because I show people that I'm no different than you. I'm no different than the person consuming my content. The only difference is that I took action to create my dream life rather than waiting for it to come knock at my front door. And I'm always very real and honest. And I think that this is a place I think that social media as a whole has become a place of what is this person doing and how can I imitate that? How can I take this person's content and make it my own? And people have it so wrong. You have to look inside out, not outside in. And that was the switch for me when I stopped looking at other lifestyle influencers and saw them posting outfits and travel and this and that. Yeah, it it sparked some ideas. But once I took the matter into my own hands, and talked about my personal journey was when everything changed for me. I remember my first video that actually blew up on TikTok was a law of attraction joke. Um, It was like a funny video about the law of attraction. And I questioned even posting it because I was like, I don't think there's anybody that's going to know what I mean because only like super spiritual people would understand it. And the video blew up to like over a hundred thousand views in like a day. And I was like, oh, wow, like people actually really relate to this. And what I realized was that there's not a lot of people talking about this. And even on my story today, I put today's affirmation as I am me and that is my power. And so often we forget that, right? Like we see these creators blowing up every single day and we're like, how can I do it like her? How can I do it like him? What should I be doing differently? What should I do? Blah, blah, blah. You got to just create. You got to just create, create from the heart and keep trying. I was posting about everything. I used to work on Wall Street. So I was posting about finance, about opening up an IRA. <laughs> I was posting about hair tutorials I was posting about makeup I don't even like I don't even do makeup I was just watching like YouTube videos I ordered all this new makeup last night like (laughs) I need to learn makeup so like I was posting everything under the sun you name it and I just found something that hit it off and I think 
in terms of, you know, saying hit it off, what I mean by that is something that I enjoyed creating and the consumer enjoyed consuming because it can't be one-ended. A hundred percent. And I can even hear the passion in your voice as you're talking about it. I think that's so important. And I think in our society with social media being so big, it's so easy to look at other people and to say to yourself, I want that life, or I want that to be my reality, or I want to look like that person or be like that person. But your biggest power is in your authenticity and in your own uniqueness. So that's so powerful. And I have to ask, what was the joke? I'm curious. (laughs) (laughs) I think I posted something like it was this funny trend. I am literally visualizing the video. It was like that colorful screen, like flashing. And I think it was something about like, um, oh, I remember it's, it was like when I write in my journal, I want instead of I am, because the thing is that when you say I want something in terms of manifesting, you're representing lack yeah. and scarcity. But if you say I am, you're showing the universe that you're already that thing. And it's just a matter of time until the universe meets you halfway. So it's like, I don't know if anyone's going to actually get this. And the video literally blew up. And that's when I started gaining traction. And really important point here also that I just remembered is that you got to move and change with what comes your way. So for example, I could have looked at that video and said like, oh, I don't know if I really want to post spiritual content. And I could have, it could have just ended there. But I took it as an opportunity and said, wow, people are really liking this. Let me post more and see where it goes. And that's really how it all unfolded. 100%. I think that's so important. And I think that trying new things is key in any area of life not only as a content creator, but as a human being and staying open to seeing challenges and to seeing things that come your way as opportunities and doors of, and doors of opportunity, as opposed to like, why is this happening? I don't want that. Instead of taking that attitude, you can take the attitude of being open to what comes your way. So I think that's amazing. Um, and so true. I think that writing I am is very, very, very important. Um, And something I I tell friends and like my boyfriend when they're trying to manifest, don't come from a place of wanting, but rather of being. So in the vein of manifestation, I would love to hear what does manifestation mean to you? I love that question. And honestly, I don't know if I've ever really answered that. So I'm like, I'm excited to dive (laughs) deeper on this. I would say manifestation is taking inspired action to create your dream life. So when I first started manifesting, I kind of was like super woo-woo and I was like, oh, it's magic. And that's when I really was like, what the heck is this thing? Like, I am so curious to learn more about it. And I've always been like a learner, a listener. I love learning. I love learning new things, meeting new people, that whole jam. So my first manifestation ever was an unexpected $5,000 check in the mail. And that was like a really crazy story. Yeah, I read the book, The Secret. And I was like, let me give this thing a try. So I had $5,000 saved up. And this was in September of, I don't remember what year it was, but it was in, it was, I remember it was the month of September. And by the, 
I said, I have $10,000 in my bank account by the end of this year. So I only needed 5,000 more. And I was, you know, like I said, I was very curious at the time. So I was pretty open-minded and I was just like, I really have nothing to lose here. I only have something to gain. Like, I'm not going to lose my current 5,000. I only may potentially gain some. So after reading the book, The Secret, doing my journaling, you know, starting my spiritual journey, I receive an unexpected check in the mail for $5,000 that November. So right before the year ended. So that was like really absurd. And that's when I was really like, oh, this is like magic, like whatever. And then once I started learning more and more and saw it manifestation happening in every aspect of my life, because as we know, the law of attraction is constantly in emotion. There's no on and off switch. So I was like getting so deep into this. I was like, why do I, am I friends with these people? Why do I have this kind of boyfriend? Why was I in this kind of relationship? I was really looking deeper and I was like, wow, this is a total reflection of me. And really taking accountability is a huge part of manifestation. And I was like, now it makes sense why I have these friends or I had these friends, things like that. So once I learned that it's actually meeting the universe halfway. So for example, with that $5,000 check in the mail, at first I was like, oh, you know, I wrote a thing or two in my journal and then I got $5,000. Well, no, I also took action when I was applying for jobs and I was selling my clothes on Poshmark and I was working my job at school. So I was still taking action in ways that I earned money. But did I think my $80 a week that I was making at my college job was going to get me $5,000 at the end of the year? No, that literally doesn't add up. But I knew that it was possible because I was taking action and that's what, that's what manifestation is. You take action, you believe in your truth. You believe that, you know, no matter what, you're going to end up at the top. You believe that no matter what your manifestation is going to come true. And what I always say is that you don't have to know the when and the how, but you have to know that you will. A hundred percent. I talk a lot about manifestation on my podcast and just like it's a huge part of my life with friends and family and just like it's something I think now I am I can manifest things without even trying uh so hard or yeah so worried but it does start out with little things and seeing oh my gosh this worked oh my gosh I manifested a check in the mail I manifested a new relationship I manifested la 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 a seat at the library that was one of the ways for me like I would think before I was heading to the library me already sitting in the cubicle doing my work I would just see that as the future every time there would be a magic I love it um (laughs) so yeah we love to see it but I do think that what you said is really important that it comes down to belief and it comes down to looking at your beliefs because when you look at around at your life and you see what is my current reality? It does tie it down and eventually come to the root of what do I think about myself? What do I think totally. I'm capable of? But also what you said about taking action because the universe and ourselves are connected. So specifically with money, when you show the universe, I respect money. I, I'm working towards money it'll 
you're putting yourself in a magnetic position to attract more of it. So I think money is something that a lot of people want to manifest more of. I'd say the, the biggest things people try to manifest are money, love, or I don't know, physical things, maybe certain objects or a certain house or living in a certain place. Mm -hmm. So in terms of money specifically, what has your story been with that? And what are your biggest tips to manifest money? Totally. So I think the biggest thing for me before I started this journey and what shifted my mindset is fully understanding that money is just energy. Money is literally just energy. And the way you manifest it is meeting that energy and aligning with it. So what the heck does that mean? That means that you have to be in alignment with your desire when you're trying to manifest. I also just realized I'm wearing the sweatshirt that says manifest that shit. (laughs) My best friend got it for me for my um, birthday or Christmas last year. I think it was Christmas. Um, I I thought it was like, I was looking at it and I'm like, I love that. (laughs) Um, so money is just energy. So I actually just did a challenge, um, which you guys will be able to find coming soon. I'm going to release it is how I manifested $7,000 in seven days. So I did it as a live training, but I'm going to also put it out, um, because I recorded it. So stay tuned for that. Um, but what I taught people is that that money didn't just come by me writing in my journal, I am happy and grateful for uh, $7,000. That money came from me taking action. So the best way to describe this is in the example of I was looking to manifest $6,000 because I was working with a business coach that cost $5,600. So it all started with making that decision to invest in the coach, even though I didn't have the money I was manifesting yet. So I knew I had the money to pay for this coach. I knew that I was capable of it. So that really helped, right? I came from a place of financial abundance. I said, well, yes, I can afford this now, but it would be nice if I could make up this money so I don't have to dip into the money I already have. So that was the first step coming from this abundance mindset where I wasn't like, I need this money to pay for the coach. I said, I deserve this coach to fuel my business to then help people around me, which then comes to the intention. Why do I want and desire this money? Oh, so I can fuel my business to continue to provide free content and continue to help people create their dream lives. So now this money has purpose, which is huge too, right? 100%. Money can't just come into your life with no purpose. You can't get anything without purpose. That's how this stuff works. Then the last piece of it was I went out and took action. So I started asking for more money from brands. I offered, uh, I launched a new offer, which was my one-on-one coaching, which I hadn't done before. Like I had done one-on-one coaching, but I hadn't launched it because I had some limiting beliefs of like, oh, nobody's going to sign up. Nobody's going to pay X price, blah, 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 blah. Well, as soon as I launched it, I got three clients, which is exactly what I wanted. And it was like for a price that I could have never even imagined that people would have paid. And I was like, wow, that was just such a limiting belief because these people were eager to pay for this because they knew how much this would benefit them. And 
I say that in the most humble way because it was that mindset shift of, wait, people actually want to pay me. I deserve to get paid. And these are some really powerful statements and honestly may make people listening a little bit uncomfortable because I know these kind of words used to make me uncomfortable too. Mm-hmm. But when you rewrite that money script that you're holding on to so tightly, that's really weighing you down and you say, wait, I deserve to make money. I deserve I'm a high to value make- person. Yes, I deserve to make money to travel. I deserve to make money so I can give money. I deserve to make money so I can provide more free content, right? You have to rewrite your script and then take action every damn day. So I was emailing brands, launching my offer, building up my website, continuing with my organic content. So it's really just a combination of all these things. Yes, 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 yes. Love seeing you know, people thrive like you. I think you really live as an example of what you preach and what you talk about. And I see myself a lot in your story because I have a similar one. I, two months ago, I think, yeah, almost three months ago now, invested for the first time in a coach. And it was the most I've ever paid anyone for a service. And at first it does trigger some fear. Oh my God, I just spent that much money. But when it comes down to the reason why you're spending that money, it fuels you with a sense of purpose. It fuels you with a reason why that money is worth spending, worth investing. Yes. And you deep down are using that money to bring something beautiful to the world, to improve yourself so you can show up as your highest self. So you can broaden your reach and And also um, rewriting the story is so important because I think, or I've read a lot of books about this. Like one really amazing book is You Are Badass at Making Money. There's so many out there, but money does so much for us. If it wasn't for money, we wouldn't be able to pay for our food or to have clothes on our body or to have a place to live and afford ourselves fun experiences. Money is made to provide ourselves a fun life and a beautiful life and a safe life. So when you change the money story and our way of talking about money and thinking about money, being like, I'm so grateful that money allows me to go out with my friends or to go to a fun restaurant or to attend a gym or a workout class or whatever it is, you start realizing how much it provides you with good things which shapes your feelings around it instead of coming from a place of scarcity. Oh my gosh, the money's going away. Oh, the money's just flying out of my hands without thinking about why. Why is it going to different things? Why are you investing that money and becoming intentional with where you put your money also and how you think of it is game-changing. So totally love it. I love it, (laughs) love it, love it. What are your favorite ways to manifest? I know there are so many things out on TikTok and a lot of people, I think, get confused. What method do I do I try? Do I script? Do I speak into the universe? Do I write it down a million times? So what has worked for you? I love this question because I get it so often and I always reply with what you know people say what's the best method I say my method because (laughs) 
that's how everybody should feel. There's no one secret method that's better than the other. Manifesting is all about energy. And I actually teach this in my course, right? My course isn't called 369 method. My course isn't called Mm -hmm. the scripting method. My course is called how to manifest because it's literally that simple. And what it says is that this is all about energy, scripting, visualizing, meditating. These are all just tools to help you. They're not actually going to be the thing that allows that manifestation to come true. That thing is you and your energy, right? So when you have that energy, you take the action, you know, you do this combination of all these things we've been talking about, and then you journal, that's like an accelerator. You know, it's like taking it to the next level. But at the end of the day, it's all about energy. A hundred percent. And I think that what you said is important because it's not necessarily there is one method, but it's the going down to the energetics of it that makes a difference. And it all starts with deciding. I always, whenever I'm trying to teach a friend how to manifest, I always say, well, what do you want? Yeah, That's the first step is actually deciding because you can have a vague idea, but if you don't actually know what you want, how do you expect it to randomly pop up? Because as we've been saying, when you're able to decide what it is you want, you're also able to then take action towards it inspired action action that comes from a place of enjoyment and passion and love and wanting to spread goodness or wanting to improve your life or whatever it is but knowing your why and knowing the what and then letting the universe also figure out and play a part in the how and the when and the where totally i love that so what's your favorite manifestation of all time Ooh, this one's tough. (laughs) Um, I would probably say my boyfriend. I don't share about him on social media. Um, We've talked about it so, so many times. And like right now, that's what makes us both really happy. But that is something that I had been doing some serious, deep inner work on for probably over a year. Um, I didn't really have, I wasn't really surrounded with great relationships in my life, whether it be my life or the people, um, the people in my life, their relationships. So I never really knew what I wanted. I never really knew what healthy meant. And my version of healthy was actually really unhealthy. Looking back on my past relationships, whether they were romantic friendships, family, just all my relationships Mm -hmm. in general. I did some serious, serious inner work and it's so easy to look at the end result. But when I really sit down and take a minute and think about all of the rewriting of my story that I did to bring me to him and to really for us to meet, you know, in the middle here, wow, like that was a lot of hard, hard, long energetic work. And I am just so beyond grateful I remember this moment actually where I just was so fed up with all the romantic relationships in my life. And I just really sat down with myself and I was like, what the hell am I doing? And like, I'm honestly feeling like super like emotional around this. I was just like, what am I doing? Like, this is not who I am. This is not who I want to be. I was living so far outside of myself and I got so real with myself. And I was like, 
I just want to be single and do this damn work because I'm tired of the same people coming back into my life, but just showing up in different forms, right? Like my boyfriends and my friendships were showing the same patterns. They were treating me the same. And I was like, this is just whack. Like, this is crazy. Like, obviously it's something that I'm doing that I'm attracting these people. And I remember talking to my therapist at the time and I was like, I really need to work on this. And she recommended that I read the book calling in the one. So if you guys are listening, look this up on Amazon. Have you read it? I haven't, but it sounds good. So it is a really good book um, for single women, maybe men also. Um, But I really, really enjoyed this book because you have to take action along with it. So like you read a chapter and then you write in your journal, um, whatever the exercise is, where you do the exercise. And it was like, I think six or eight weeks. And that book changed my life. And that was the start of my journey. And it was challenging. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I was like, oh my God, this guy's the one, I know it, (laughs) blah, 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 boom, was definitely not the one. So like, it has just been a journey, but I am so, so grateful for him. And in addition to that, now I've realized that it is, he is such like a self-reflection of me. And what I always say is like, you're a walking mirror. So the energy you put out, you're going to get back. And I am so so grateful that I had done that work so that I could attract someone as amazing as him into my life. That's beautiful. And it's so funny because for me, my biggest manifestation was also my boyfriend. And we've talked about this when we hung out in person. Yeah. But it does come down to a lot of deep inner work and being getting to a point where you're fed up and fed up with some of your own bullshit and like things that you're doing that aren't serving you anymore. That was the case for me. And it's funny also because you mentioned this book. For me, it was a course and it was called Becoming the One. Oh. Yeah. And the premise of the course, it was also a longish course around two months and a lot of journaling. You would watch a video and then journal with prompts and a lot of self-reflection, thinking a lot of shadow work, thinking about what are my values? What, how do I treat myself? How did I contribute to past relationships? What were common themes in those relationships, et cetera? And and then I think once I started doing that inner work, which is hard, as you mentioned, it's really hard, your relationship to self changes. And as you said, it becomes, all of our relationships are mirrors. So when your relationship to self is strong, you become the one for yourself that in you attract a relationship from a place of wholeness. You can call that person your one, but you know that you're also the one for you. I love that. And it's so true. And like, it's just really funny to see how my life has unfolded, right? I have come into so much abundance these past six months, the past year, that like, I can't even believe my eyes. This time last year, I had just gotten myself out of $25,000 worth of student debt. I had about $1,000 in my bank account. And now I'm here talking about how I manifested $7,000 in seven days. Like this, it's just so crazy. And it goes to show that once you work on you for you, 
your whole world changes. When I decided to get really honest and real with myself about the relationships and the people that were in my life and the people that I I wanted in my life, and I took the time to think about that because we don't actually know all the time. I was like, I don't even know what I want in a partner. I never sat down and thought about it. I just was like, oh, you know, I want to be happy. I want to travel. I want to blah, blah. But once I got really real, I was like, wait, there are really things that I want. I don't want. It was so interesting to see how many people I lost. And oh, yeah, (laughs) that was (laughs) that was really tough because some people you just are like, wow, why is this happening to me in the moment? And now I say to myself, I could have never got to where I am today if I still kept those people around in my life. 100%. Yes. Yes. I keep on saying 100%. I don't know why, but everything I love is it. 100%. Trying <laughs> 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 to catch myself. But I was, I was laughing because that was in my next question, which is when you start aligning with your higher self and when you start manifesting your dream life and same here, I look back to my life a year ago and even two years ago, and I feel like a completely different person. I feel like quarantine, mm-hmm. during quarantine, I went through a total metamorphosis. But in the process of changing and in the process of leveling up and leveling up your mindset, your routine, your goals, your energy, you stop being in alignment with certain people you sometimes it's the majority of the people that you've been around and that's something that I've been going through recently and it's a challenging process for sure but at the same time you're creating space for the relationships that come out of alignment to flow in so could you share a little bit more about how that experience has been for you and and what has kept you grounded and in that process, and just in general, your take on on losing old relationships. I love that. And this is actually something I want to share more about, because I feel like I've shied away from it a lot, because mm-hmm. it is such a sensitive and vulnerable topic. So I'm so, so happy that we're talking about it now, because it's challenging me a bit also. I have lost so many people in my life and I could tell you the names of every single one of them. Mm -hmm. I have lost so many people and there was a point in my life where I was seriously depressed over it. I, I remember a point in my life where I maybe had about like only two friends that I felt like I could turn to and they were not in a close vicinity to me. I felt very alone, lonely and lost And this is even something I was talking about with my therapist last week. I just started therapy again, Mm -hmm. best decision ever. And I realized that I would have never got to where I am today if those things didn't happen and I didn't lose those people. So it is so, so hard to see in the moment And to everyone listening, I truly empathize with you. And I know that the last thing you want to hear when you're going through some kind of shit like that is like, it'll get better. Don't worry. Everything happens for a reason. I get it. But it holds so much value and so much truth that it will all make sense one day. And every time I looked at those challenges, I never said, my life is over. I can't move on without these people. Every single time I said, wow, 
this is a stepping stone to make a beautiful pathway. And that one mantra has changed my whole life, right? Every challenge is only considered a challenge if you look at it that way. Anytime I'm faced with a challenge, I'm really like, wow, this is bringing me to the next level me. Mm-hmm. And maybe I don't get it right now. I don't know why I lost my best friend. I don't know why I lost this boyfriend, but I know one day it'll all make sense. And I trust that I am exactly where I am supposed to be. And once you find that mantra, and once you find that knowing, it is the most peaceful and sense of encouragement you'll ever feel because I feel like in those situations, we often turn to our circle, our family, the people that we have and say, why is this happening to me? I can't believe this person. And trust me, I'm, I'm guilty of that. But when you just sit down and face it and really surrender to a higher power and you surrender and say, I know that nothing that is meant for me will ever pass me by. You just, you know, you just get this whole next level experience that really will change your life. Yeah. And I love that quote, that mantra, nothing that is for me will ever pass me by. And truly time heals. Also, I think time time is our biggest teacher. And the more time passes, the more perspective you gain on your past experiences also. And the more you can look at it with the eyes of your future self and taking a step back and thinking about well what would my future self think when she looks back at this situation in my life is really eye-opening but as you said when you're in the thick of it and I can say for example I am in the thick of one of those moments right now it all I, I trust that it all makes sense in some way even though I don't see it now And I trust that the right people are flowing into my life like you and like other amazing other people who I've connected with since I've felt this loss of other relationships that didn't serve me and are not in alignment with the version I am today. And sometimes that doesn't happen for a big reason. There's not a huge fallout. People just naturally trickle out of your life or you lose touch or you just stop making plans randomly but that is just the universe protecting you in a way too and redirecting redirecting you towards new people and, and new friendships and relationships. Totally. And I think the biggest part of this all is releasing that judgment. For a while, I judged myself and I was like, what's wrong with me? Why doesn't this person want to date me? Why doesn't this person want to be my friend? And once I released that judgment and really turned it around and said, wait, this person wasn't meant for me, you know, releasing that judgment that sometimes it just doesn't make sense. And that's okay. You don't always have to make sense of it. You just have to trust that everything that's happening to you is for your highest good. And you're never going to be given something that you can't handle. And like, it's so true, but like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I have seen this firsthand in my life in so many different situations. And it's so easy for right my social media community now to see me and say, wow, she's so successful. Wow, she built this business. She built this brand, blah, blah, blah. But it's like nobody saw me when I was creating my TikTok <laughs> videos, six, three to six videos a day. Nobody saw me when 
I was my loneliest because I had no friends because all these people turned on me. And, you know, if you live in that victim mindset of why me, you're going to always be the victim. It's time Uh that you start being the main character and say, stop saying, do they like me? And say, do I like them? Is this person meant for me? Clearly no. Because if you just show up as your best authentic self and people don't want to stick around, that's fine, but that's their loss. Yeah. And coming from a place of knowing that is powerful, knowing that it's their loss, not yours. It's funny when I was writing down intentions for 2019, I think it was, or was it? No, it was intentions for 2020 at the begin at the end of 2019. One of the intentions that I wrote down and I was following the, we're not really strangers yeah. prompts from Instagram, like 20, like end of year reflections. One of the things that I said I wanted to work on in 2020 was developing this mentality of instead of thinking if I'm enough for other people, start thinking, are they enough for me? Are they in alignment with me? Are they people I want in my life? And that's a really powerful shift also. So I just love that. And I love that we touched on that because it's a really big part of manifesting. When you're changing your life, it has to come from a place of I'm worth a lot. And this, these relationships or this habit or these people might not be in alignment with the version that I want to become. So they naturally will trickle out as you approach that new next level version of you. That's huge. Um, And getting out of victim mindset and getting into the mindset of, I'm I'm the main character, but I'm also the boss. And to be a boss, I have to commit to what I want and I have to show up. I can't be expecting that someone's just going to come and save me and do it all for me. I have to put on the hat of I'm the boss. I'm going to act like one. I'm going to take care of it. So I think that's a powerful shift that happened for me in my own personal journey was taking personal responsibility also instead of being in that victim mindset. Yes, definitely. In terms of your spiritual journey, I also wanted to touch on that a little bit since this is a spirituality-focused podcast. What has your journey been with spirituality and what does spirituality mean for you in your current day-to-day? Yeah, so... My spiritual journey began once I read the book, The Secret. That book changed my life. That book was when I really started to learn about the law of attraction. I had no idea what any of this was. Same thing with the movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, my God. I know. A lot of people resonated more with the movie. I'm not a big, like, TV movie person, so I love the book. But listen, what works for you, whatever's going to get you here, you do it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) How old were you when you read it? Um, So I read the book at 19. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was 19. And I read the book at 19. And I was working my internship on Wall Street at the time. And my, yeah, and I was working my internship on Wall Street. And the guy next to me was like, hey, like, have you ever heard of this secret? I was like, no. He's like, I'm going to lend you this book and like read it and then like give it back to me at the end of the summer 
whatever. So this end of the summer is approaching. I hadn't read the book and I was like, well, I probably have to open this book <laughs> because this guy's going to ask me if I read it and he's going to ask for it back. I was like, let me just read like a couple pages. <laughs> and I wasn't a big reader at this time. So I read it and obviously I was hooked. There was like two days left and I was like, I had like 50 more pages. He's like, you can keep it. I was like, no, like, don't worry. Like I want to go out and manifest this book. I'm going to try it. I'm going to, I don't want to, he, he bought the book for a dollar at the thrift store. So I was like, I'm going to buy the book for a dollar at the thrift store. And like I said, I did not know much about manifesting <laughs> at the time. It's honestly kind of cute, like thinking back on it now. Um, anyways, I went to the thrift store. I had this expectation of receiving the book. And I was like, I'm going to find this book for a dollar. It's going to be the greatest story of all time, blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> I didn't, I didn't find it. So I went home and my mom was like, where were you? And I was like, oh, cause I, I want to pay $1 for it. That was like my mentality. It's like, I'm going to find at the thrift store and pay a dollar. Cause like, that's really cool. And <laughs> I come home and my mom's like, where were you? And I was like, oh, I went to the thrift store. I was looking for a book. And she's like, what book? I was like, oh, you wouldn't even know what it is. Like, don't worry. Mm. I was like kind of ashamed to tell her and not even ashamed, but like embarrassed. And I was like, oh my gosh, she didn't think I'm weird, like whatever. <laughs> so she was like, just tell me, like, what's the big deal? I was like, oh, it's called The Secret. And she yeah, was like, I have the book. So she went and pulled it out and I got the book for free. <laughs> we don't even better show. story ever. <laughs> Right. And which goes to show that like you can get so much greater when you just surrender. So I had gone to like three thrift stores and it's not about giving up, but it's about being like, okay, like this isn't going to stop me. I'm still going to get the book. And like, it just didn't work out and that's okay. And then I went home, I surrendered and I got it for free. But I also think that's a running thread in spirituality and in manifesting that when you stop trying so hard and trying to control everything, is when it happens and that's yes. what I in my all my manifestations is when I totally surrendered and like surrendering is a scary word I, I'd say it's more like not stop caring about it but stop trying to micromanage it or control the when yes. and the how that's when it comes exactly so then that's like what happened so I got the book I read it read a little bit of it I gave it back to the guy I bought it myself not I bought it myself I got it from my mom um I read it and I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to like try it out. It was my last semester of college. And I even remember, oh my God, I never told anyone this. If anyone from my college is listening right now, they are going to laugh. So there was this bar at school that I, I was underage at the time. I don't know if I'm like allowed to say this <laughs> for legal reasons. This is a joke, but <laughs> I was trying to get into this bar at school and like I had gotten my ID taken away from them two times. So I was like, I'm going to try it like again this time. And this time I'm going to manifest it. So I hadn't gone to the bar since they took my ID away. The second time I was like always so afraid to go and I just did this like journaling and visualizing and scripting and you know putting the practices of the book to test and I got in the bar that night so like that was like also huge for me so like I was seeing these little signs right like these are little things and I was like okay like this is kind of working so let me just keep at it and that's when I um 
did the $5,000 check in the mail. Then after that, it was kind of just like on autopilot, right? I was trying with love. I was trying with new friends, um, like so many different things. And honestly, it just like happened on its own. And once I decided to really release control and surrender, and I think I learned that best in the book by Gabby Bernstein, The Universe Has Your Back, Mm -hmm. is that when you just don't know, that's okay. We have this feeling of like, I have to know, I have to figure it out. I have to have it all figured out all the time. And like, you literally don't. Yeah. If you just ask for help when you need it from your spirit guides, from God, your guardian angel, whatever you believe in, just say like, I really don't know. And I need help right now. I'm seeking support. You're going to get it. And the answers become so, so clear when you stop putting this pressure on yourself, when you sit in silence and let the answer come to you rather than always trying to find it. Yes, 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 yes. A million times. Yes. I love that story. I love it because similarly, my mom was the one who introduced me to the secret. So my mom was the one who told me to watch it. And I watched it the summer after my freshman year of college. And I think I was 19. So synchronicity there. But it does start with small things. As I mentioned, going to find a seat at the library or manifesting a cup of coffee, manifesting a certain thing to happen, or even things that you don't realize you're manifesting you are we're currently manifesting everything in our lives but you can consciously manifest it or unconsciously do it so looking back there were so many things that I manifested but I didn't do it with the intention I'm gonna manifest this I'm gonna write it out it was more I see this in my mind's eye or I'm putting in the work the universe is rewarding me without me even realizing but having that awareness and then realizing your power and knowing the power of letting it go and trusting your spirit guides, angels, God, whatever it is, the universe, a higher power is beautiful. So yes. I love that story. And thank you. Day, yes, yes, yes. It's beautiful. And I think I just love hearing people's journeys with manifesting and how they got into it. So yeah, love it. To close out the episode, I want to do a round of rapid fire questions. So I'm just going to ask a few different fun questions. You can just say whatever comes to mind. So to start off, you said that you love books. So, or, you know, you read a lot. So what are some of your favorites that you've ever read? So I just read the book, The One Thing. I love that book. I love The Universe Has Your Back and Untamed. That book was life-changing <gasps> That book changed my life. Dude, I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay, what is something that makes you feel like your higher self? Visualizing and having like a dance party after I visualize. Yes, based on <laughs> vibration. <laughs> um, third question, coffee or matcha? coffee what's your coffee order honestly I either drink it black or like iced coffee with oat milk yum do you have a favorite way to ask the universe for a sign yes so I actually this is how I manifested my boyfriend I asked I have are you still there yeah 
Oh, okay. I thought you froze. You were like so still. (laughs) I was just smiling, (laughs) waiting for it. I was like, is it a butterfly? It is. So, so I learned this in the book, the universe has your back. And I declared my sign as a butterfly. And I was like, when I see a butterfly, like I know that this person is meant for me, my soulmate, my boyfriend, I'm going to pursue this relationship. And now that sign has actually become just my sign and everything, but it started with my boyfriend. And I remember I had gone on so many dates with like other people. I had declared the sign for like a year and I wasn't seeing it. And I was like, what the heck? Like, I thought this guy was the one I thought this date was perfect, blah, blah, blah. And I wasn't seeing it because I was being controlling AF. And then I just, I had to fully surrender. And I was like, you know what, when it's meant to be, it'll be like, I'm open and ready to receive my highest good, but I trust that I'm like on the right path. And then my boyfriend and I were actually friends first. I've known him for many years Mm -hmm. um, and we were always friends, but when the first time that we FaceTimed as friends, we had never FaceTimed before. We just like would text, Snapchat, Instagram DM, things like that as friends. I was on FaceTime with him for the first time and I saw a butterfly while we were on FaceTime. And I was like, not into him really at this point (laughs) in that kind of like, it was still very platonic. So I was like, Uh "Uh, God, what are you saying? like I think you got it all wrong like we're just friends but that's another another I know this is like rapid fire but I'm like getting deep again okay tangent I was like I'm gonna just move with this I don't know what this means I didn't tell anybody I didn't tell him he's gonna be like this girl's a whack job (laughs) so I was like I'm just gonna move with it see how it unfolds then I saw another instance where a butterfly appeared again when we were talking and then I see you finally when he had asked me out I said yes and I was like maybe if I see the butterfly I'll know if I should say yes or not but I didn't say anything and I said yes and I was like you know what I saw the butterfly two times I didn't even need to see the butterfly because like I know what I feel I know I feel is true Mm -hmm. and once again I surrendered and as soon as he asked me out right after I saw a butterfly that's amazing. I love it. And I love that for you. It's also butterflies. Butterflies are my spirit animal. Um, okay. A couple more sunrises or sunsets. Sunrise. Ooh, love that. Hot take. I'm a sunset girl. Um, what is the favorite, your favorite place you've ever been to? Fiji. Ooh, I want to go to Fiji <laughs> one day. That's awesome. Do you have a favorite quote or author? Oh, I have so many favorite quotes. Um, I would say my favorite quote is, I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. Beautiful. And favorite author is Glennon Doyle. Glennon Doyle is a queen. We love her. Is that, would you say that's also your, one of your life mantras? A hundred percent. That is like my personal mantra. I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. Yay. Love that. And I'm trying to think of one last spicy question. We're just going to close it off of that. Okay. <laughs> I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Yes. Ending it strong. Love it. This was amazing. I loved our conversation. And I feel like our listeners learned a lot. And 
I definitely want them to check out the rest of your content and follow along with all the cool things that you're putting out. So plug yourself, tell them where they can find you and yeah. Definitely. So it'd probably be easier for you to just like tag it in the notes. Um, But my Instagram is I am Julia Guerreri. My name is spelled with a G actually. Mm -hmm. And TikTok is manifest with Julia, G-I-U-L-I-A. And then you can find me on YouTube. So I'm really going in on YouTube, um, starting with this longer form content and I'm loving it. So you can find me there, Julia Guerreri. Yay. I will definitely link all of your social media platforms in the show notes but with that being said thank you so so much this was so much fun I am sure people are gonna love this episode so make sure to check out Julia's page and thank you so so much for coming on today thank you for having me I had so much fun and this episode was amazing I can't can't wait to hear it myself yay love it all right see you guys on the next episode bye bye